My Big Black Fantasy Podcast presents Mixed Nuts, Episode 4. It all starts right now. My oldest might turn out to be gay, yeah. but it's not because I'm kissing him on the mouth. No. Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast presents Mixed Nuts Episode 4. What's going on? <laughs> What's cracking? <laughs> this is B joined by J. Maddie. Yo. And Dog. In the house, baby. Ah, episode four. It just seems like we just started Mix Nuts just, well, four weeks ago. And that's why it's episode right. four. <laughs> that's some quick math Please, for you. good at math. Oh, boy. No matter what they say about me, I can add them numbers up. How was your weekend? Weekend was football, as usual. That's really all I really look forward to. There's really nothing else important. Well, in a, in a house with all women, I can understand just <laughs> wanting to, to chill and you know get in touch with your manliness on, I, on Sundays. I need it. And, yeah. and I don't need an excuse to get in touch with my manliness. <laughs> I just need a bathroom and a, and a lock on a door. And I'm I spent my weekend... <laughs> Uh, I have Peter knocking on my door. I spent my weekend killing some coons. I got Ooh. two, took two coons out. And here goes the coon update. The, the, the score right now is them four, me two. They got oh. four of my chickens. I got two of them. But I got the whole, I got the whole setup now. I got, uh, I got a scarecrow. I got a uh, rat. I got a uh, raccoon traps. I got a 22. I sat out there all night with my 22. Mm-hmm. We're just playing a little banjo music in the background. That's all right. That's all right. I, I feel you. It's fair. Go ahead. That's fair. Let's hear about them coons. Uh, yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'm going to be at it until I even that score. You know, I don't I don't take pleasure in oh, killing raccoons. raccoons. Yeah. Oh, I think, thought you were talking about black oh, I know you. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, no shit. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out there oh, wearing boy. a white hood. He missed it. No, I'm out there in overalls <laughs> with my 22. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I don't take pleasure in killing animals but raccoons they're they're vicious and they don't they don't give a fuck you know nature 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 is unforgiving they're they, hop my, they hop in my pool and just look at me they like, fuck you yeah they, they're <laughs> yeah. not afraid they grab yeah. the chickens the first time i saw them grab the chickens they grab a chicken and pulled the chicken out of the chicken coop through the chicken wire just separating Jesus. its whole body and I, at that point i just decided you know this is war man yeah. you guys started it you got to take a per- that gets personal yeah yeah what about you? What'd you do this weekend? Man, it was basically football, you know, and no. I got a break in the house because the wife, she went to a Beyonce concert. Everybody went to so, that concert. You know, it's Beyonce. You know, my sister-in-law was Every in single town. black friend I have went to that concert. So, <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. so, the, so the one? The oh, I went, like six, I went and had a nice uh, uh, brunch at the Ivy. Nice. You know, Ooh, very nice. Got fucked up at the Ivy. And Sweet. then I went up to the uh, Waldorf, you know, in, on the rooftop. Okay. Chilled up there for a minute and... That's it. It was just all football, mostly. All right. And good. drinking. Yeah. No, that's good. That's yeah. a good weekend. Spend some of that 80 grand you want in Vegas? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs> Does the wife know yet how much? How no, much she doesn't know exactly. No. Right. That's a good strategy. <laughs> all right. So how are the kids at, at, at Casa Matt, J. Matt? Kid, kids are good. Kids are good. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw something this weekend in Home Depot, and I was picking up some... some uh, reinforcements for my raccoon war um i saw a woman she she got angry at her daughter and she sat her daughter down in the corner of home depot and just started screaming at the little girl like screaming like like this like this girl had killed her raccoons wow you know she just went off so like i've never gone off on my child like that period Mm -hmm. anywhere but let Mm -hmm. alone in public and I, i wonder if you you guys have a take on uh publicly humiliating your your child have you ever done that or do you approve of that is it ever a time where that's necessary is it effective no it it, for a number of different reasons number one you're you're now taking your problem and letting everybody else into it which is not a solution to the problem and i figured this out when i was a kid and i took it into adulthood and into parenthood it's far more scary when I'm in your face whispering to you. It, oh, it's yeah. stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. it's stuff you the can't hear. Like when I get home, mm-hmm. I'm going to beat your ass. You know, <laughs> whatever. Um, it's far more effective, and 
you're just showing out at that point. You're right. you're you're trying to tell people that you know what I'm a hardcore parent. You you know I I don't take any mess, and you want everyone to know that, and that's yeah. usually the opposite in that case. I, was, was this lady white? She was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I figured it's that's, she, that's she racist because black people black, do that too. Black would have hit. She she would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I I, I kind of agree with you. But I don't I don't even think someone who's doing that is showing out like look at me look I'm displaying my kid. I think mm-hmm. that's just a parent who's just lost their shit because mm-hmm. it's not it's not effective. Like when you're just freaking out on your child like that, you might scare them for a second. But yeah. what you're really doing is you're damaging that relationship. You're making that kid not like you and not trust you. You want to discipline your kids. Your kids have to first respect you and second they have to like you once mm. they stop liking you they don't give a fuck now you have now you got to scream and hit once yeah. you're in that position you're right so you know screaming at your kid in public is a big no-no screaming at them at, at home mm-hmm. i don't even think is very effective sometimes you got to raise your voice just sure. to get their attention mm-hmm. but just all out screaming at them so i don't think it's an effective way to parent yeah i think it has to be followed up with some sort of action like someone something needs to be taken away or last case scenario maybe a pop a good solid pop or whatever, but see a black person. Yeah. Hitting. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. It always works. But yeah, the screaming without anything to follow it up with is nothing because, you know, for all we know, she got back in the car with her kid, with her kid and baby, I'm so sorry. I'll never do that again. I just, you, you, you made me crazy. Or something and you're like also teaching your kid to respond to uncomfortable situations with an out emotional outburst rather than having a, a rational response. Sure. It's, it's bad. It's a bad teaching moment. No, no, no. I, I get that. Then definitely. on the other end of the equation. So I, I got another one mm-hmm. complete opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. So my boys now they're, my boys turn to nine, the other one's six. I still kiss my boys on the mouth and okay. I do it. I do it in public. Mm-hmm. You know, I never even think twice about it, mm-hmm. but I, I posted something about that on Facebook and other parents went in on me. Mm. Like, I'm not, like, I shouldn't be kissing my, my boy. Because he's a boy, I guess, I shouldn't be kissing him on the mouth. That's none of their business. That's your prerogative. That's your prerogative. Um, That's how I feel. But yeah. I, also, I, I think that, uh, I think it's healthy to kiss your kid on the lips. You know, as long as you're both comfortable with it. I, yeah. I think there's, you know, the, the time you have with them at this age when they're young like this and the time where you guys are actually just you guys and he doesn't try to impress another girl by dissing you. or right. That's you know, coming. That's coming. Yeah. So you take advantage of it. And like you said, if you both are comfortable with it and you're showing affection, that's your business. And, right. you know, those people are stupid. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, you know, my oldest might turn out to be gay. But it's not because I'm kissing him on the mouth. No, you no. Know I mean, you don't you don't make a kid gay by kissing him on the mouth. Sure. No, that has nothing to do with it. No. It's it's probably from uh, you know. Yeah, Magic didn't kiss EJ on the mouth. Probably. How you doing? <laughs> that's you true. Yeah. That well, I don't know. We have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, we got a part. And that, that's just another thing with with like uh, the way men and women are treated differently. Like nobody has a, a problem with a dad or a mother kissing the daughter on the lips. No. Right. No. It. We've gotten so everybody's homophobic, so it's like, oh, you're gay. You kissed your son on, you know, it's it's your it's your kid. You love him. There's no one else you love more than your kid, and if that's how you show affection, you're good. Right on. Yeah. All right. So we agree, two for two. That's two rare. for two. So that's far. rare. This, that's, the rest of this is going to go poorly. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we have women in our households, meaning our wives, our lovely, beautiful, talented, gorgeous wives. Um, not any sarcasm in that at all, by the way, but. He's making they, a face. There's at least a little <laughs> unspoken sarcasm there. <laughs> they need more sleep than the average human being. Both of our wives do. It's, it's like scary. And sleep will be put ahead of getting the kids to school, getting out and enjoying the day, making you late. It, I mean, all that stuff will get screwed up because of sleep. I it, just checked to make sure. Yeah, please make closed. sure she doesn't walk in because yeah. she'll beat my ass. <laughs> it's the second time this week I've, I've spoken out of turn. I can't take it. But how much, that's the thing we, Doggy asked me this. He says, well, how much sleep do you need? You know, and I don't really have an answer because it just this morning, it almost made my daughter late for school. And it also made me walk to go pick our car up from the shop because the plan was for me to be back, but she wasn't up in time for her to give me a ride. So that was it. So I don't really have an end to the story. I just 
there's an addiction to sleep. Like you can, I guess you can be addicted to drugs and alcohol, but also to sleep. And I think Dog and I are married to two women who are addicted to sleep. Oh man, my wife loves to sleep. She works from home, so yeah, that's the downfall right there. You know, because she's right next to the bed. Yeah, you know, and it's just like anytime she gets tired, oh, I have to take a nap. I would say nap for what? You know, kindergarten's nap. <laughs> you know, when you have. To I haven't a had a nap in thirty years. Yeah, like Look, we nap. like to pretend that men and women are the same. Mm-hmm. It, it's not. It's not just. It's not just your wives and your, and your daughter. We're different. Men and women are different. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. We have different hormones going through our body. We're built differently. We have different ambitions. Women. That's a, a woman thing. Women need more sleep. For they what? Just do. For what? Well, like they, is it? Does, they just. They, they just, just do. Do. Yeah. Um, that's scientific. Women need about an hour more sleep than men. No, I'm not. I'm not making that up. I don't. I don't know why. There's a science reason behind that. I'm not smart enough to give you that answer off the top yeah. of my head. But women need more sleep, and that's okay. Wow. Yeah, it's a trip. You know, we go on vacations, and she likes to make the room pitch black, dark, so mm-hmm. she can just sleep and sleep. That's just so she doesn't I'm have to look like, at your ugly mug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Let's yeah. get up, especially in Vegas. Yeah, that drives table. me crazy when they want to spend vacation sleeping. Oh. Like, why? Why go anywhere? Yeah. Why? Why am I paying all this money? Just no, to, I mean the sleep. I mean, it's like borderline ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But anyway, speaking of sleeping, Bill Cosby. Oh, oh Bill man. Cosby, my nice, boy. Nice Bill transition. Cosby. Yeah, well, it, it takes work. I've been, you know, I'm a, I'm a professional. Speaking of sleep, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with Bill? Bill Cosby oh, finally got his sentence today for rape and other things, dra- raping and drugging and whatever else he did. came down? Yeah. Three, uh, what did he, three to ten years today in state prison. That's uh, it? That, well, I mean, the guy well, I mean Bill ain't going to make it that long. But that He's seems, 81 years old. Yeah, yeah, he ain't going to make it that long. But that seems like a light sentence for And you know he's stressed out now. Rapes. This is a whole different animal for him. And like, whole new environment. Oh, something. he's not used to. Yeah, and they, you know, they... They did the company line to say he's going to be treated like any other criminal and whatever. No, he's not. Well, we'll see. But, I mean, three to ten years for Bill for all of his acts. And the first thing that came to my mind is if he's the only person that goes to prison behind Me Too, there's going to be a racial problem. Oh, boy. Got to go there right off the bat. There's going to be a racial problem. If Weinstein does not go to prison behind this shit and Bill does, oh, it's going to be ugly. Come so, on. All right, number one, let's, let's let, right off the bat. First of all, all right. has there ever been a fall from grace like Bill Cosby? Like, just like such a polar dramatic shift. This guy was the father. This guy was, mm-hmm. he's like really one of the first black stars in Hollywood. Sure. Super clean cut guy. He was America's father. Yes. Endorsing Jello and great comedian lecturing other comedians about using bad language meanwhile he's out there drugging and raping women sure but he went from like just super clean image to america's most prolific racist or rapist rapist or you can like, be a racist and a rapist that <laughs> what, that I actually mean, is a great <laughs> <laughs> job description I mean, you need a racist a, what and a rapist what but a anyway dramatic <laughs> shift now to your point about race i mean come on man the, the guy the guy's raped 70, 80 women. Okay. Now, now, now Weinstein, I mean... Allegedly. Yeah. Is he even being tried for rape? I think they're still trying to get that case together. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so that's... So it's, it's an entire... Well, I mean, Weinstein's going to be... He's going like, to walk. Yeah. And that's... I'm, they have I'm just telling you. They have texts about consensuality. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know, so he, he's going to walk. What, Weinstein is a creep. He's a <laughs> creepy dude, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know all the details of this, but from my understanding, he just... He used his position of power... To leverage that for sex with women who were willing to give up the sex to get roles in movies, who mm-hmm. were willing to yeah. give up the sex. So that's, See, that's not the, that's not that's, that's not rape. That's yeah, just no. wrong. Well, no, there's there is was at least one case where a woman accused him of rape, and I think New York. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, was looking at it. So my thing is, if it again, I'm not saying this is wrong or right, but if Bill is the only one to go to prison, there's going to be a. I'm telling you. Black people are not going to That's not going to sit well with black people. I'm well, just letting you know. Black people need to get over that because it's not about race. It's about <laughs> rape. You know? Yeah. No, he, he uh, he's in Phoenix. That's I the, mean, do you, do, you, do you think Bill Cosby's in jail because he's black? No. You think that's, no. that's the reason Bill Cosby's but doing three to ten? What black people will do, they're going to look at the thing and they're going to say, this is a similar circumstance. And once again, 
even though there was a movement that, you know, usually the movement takes care of the underprivileged, the neglected, even in that movement, the black person got screwed out of, you know, and, even, and yeah, I'm not saying, black... I'm not, I'm not saying it's the right, the right tact or the right, uh, you know, sort of opinion to have, but that's what the thought is going to be. I'm sure that will come out because America always loves to throw a fit, but, mm. but you've got a guy who might be the biggest rapist in history. Yeah. That guy belongs in jail. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you're right. And both do. If they both commit a rape, they do. I'm Absolutely. just saying. Anyone, that... I mean, we can all agree anyone who rapes anybody should be in jail. <laughs> sure, right? sure. Right? Like, I, I, lo- I love how people put out there that America uh, promotes a rape culture. Mm-hmm. It's such a, such a ridiculous thing to, to say. Like, who are these people promoting rape culture? Who is pro-rape? Yeah, only rapists are pro-rape. Yeah. But, okay, so Weinstein was arrested, just to update you. He posted a million dollars bail and is free. Um, let's see here. Uh, he had a 10 minute court hearing, posted bail, left. And I, I assume, uh, at some point, I'm sure there will be a trial and so on and so forth. But that's going to be very interesting to watch to see how this trial shakes out. I wonder if Harvey's a friend with Bill. I wonder if they're friends. Yeah, maybe they can be like pen pals. Teaming up together. That, that, that discussing strategies. You know, Morgan Freeman's pissed about this shit, dude. Well, wait, what's going on with Morgan Freeman? You know, he said all kind of shit toward women and yeah, but he know, did, making comments. Yeah, so he, he got he got off. He kind of, yeah, he yeah. got on Bill in more ways than like one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. You know, there was no rape against no rape no. case against Morgan Freeman. Not yet. Not yet, at least. So it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out because again, Bill's now convicted and sentenced. Uh, Harvey's been charged, posted bail. I'm sure there'll be a trial, and if he walks. That's going to be the next thing. We're um, going to march. Yeah, well, march and, and, and Black America got, you know, was ready to go over OJ too. And look, look how that turned out. You got a guilty man got to walk because of that. Yeah, and, but you see, that's how unfortunately it shakes out for minorities a lot of times. Is that the real right, meaning the real correct thing to happen, almost becomes sort of inconsequential. It's like how the person was treated, and it's because of the history of this country and everything else. But I'm telling you, as sure as we're all sitting here, if Harvey walks, that will be the next story to come out. Will yeah. be that there will be a massive protest supporting Bill Cosby and an effort to get him freed, possibly. Um, sticking with comedians and cheering up the mood a little bit. Um, last week, you brought in a clip of Cat Williams. Uh, racist. Talking about racist. Yeah, now, racist. yeah, you had an issue with Cat, and to the latter, he did say something racist, but. Because he used his black person American Express card, he got away with it, which I have and is available at all stores, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he, How do I get one of those? Well, is that you, available to me? You need to get high blood pressure and um, <laughs> <laughs> immediately. But um, Cat Williams uh, had an issue with Tiffany Haddish and her stardom basically saying that women or other comedians, the other female comedians should have come ahead of her should have uh, gotten a shot before she did, and she's not all that funny and whatever. He had a problem with Tiffany Haddish being with a white man. That's what, that's what he took issue with. Yeah. And that's what makes him a racist. And you know what the thing is? He says she was married to a white man. Turns out she was never married to a white man. So, so he doesn't have his facts right. Not, apparently not. So Kevin Hart, who is sort of Tiffany Haddish's... Well, she's, they're homies. They're, you know, Kevin Hart and they Tiffany, they got a movie coming yeah. out together. They look out for each other. He looked out for her. When he hit it big, he brought her along... And they responded on uh, The Breakfast Club after Cat Williams. And we will take a quick look at that. Or listen, here it goes. My frustration with Cat Williams comes from, you keep pointing at Hollywood. Hollywood this, the white man, this, this, and this. When do you take responsibility for your actions? You had the shot. Cat was in that position at one You point. were the guy. Yeah. You were set up to be the star. You didn't show up to work. You fucked off promo shoots. You fucked off your promo fucking uh, trips that they had set up for you. You became a risk to the studios, which is why the studios stopped fucking with you. Why was he a risk? He chose drugs. Oh, okay. Take responsibility for what you chose and say, you know what? I got to fix me and I'm going to come back and I'm going to stand up for comedy. So what did you think when you heard that before you responded? Well, I thought, I was like, dang, what'd I do to him? Did I fuck his man? And then I was like, Well, that's what happens when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. And, and Cat Williams gets on the show and mouths off and forgets that other people can respond. And I'm, 
in Kevin Hart and, and uh, Tiffany Haddish's corner based Me on too. that. It, it sounds like they had their facts together and they had smoke for his ass. So, the <laughs> yeah, good, good for Kevin Hart for going in hard on him. Sure. But I, I still didn't hear him say, you know, I've yet to hear anybody say he was racist for what he said. And I would like to hear somebody say that. You're never going to hear that being said. Because what happened is whatever validity that opinion might have and it does have opinion because like i said to the letter that was racist what he said in terms of dating a white man and him looking down you just on know it. If, a, if a white man said that same thing it would be a different career ender <sighs> pays to be black sometimes and you said, know, how many- like, <clears throat> it's it's stuck because to the simple fact like cat williams has had a lot of run-ins with the law mm-hmm. you know he's been in the situations where they catch him on tmz fighting with a kid a teenager in a fucking public park so, you know, you're fucked up. Something's yeah. going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But only one thing I didn't like Kevin Hart kind of like blasting him about the drugs. He didn't have to mention the drugs. Like, oh, he chose drugs. Yeah. You know, yeah, like. It's true. Yeah, but yeah. damn. Well, you didn't have to blast him like that. The, but you see, that's the thing. When you go after well, he's somebody. he's not throwing the first punch. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You go after somebody on a nationally syndicated talk show and you you basically call them out, then you get what you get. And Cat wasn't ready. Now, it'll be interesting to see if Cat responds to that. Um, you know, we'll see. It's, uh, it doesn't seem like he had his facts together. Because, like I said, uh, Tiffany Haddish, at least what she said, had never been married to a white man. But who knows? Hopefully this is the end of it because we hope that it doesn't go back and forth. They're both successful. Uh, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, and even Cat Williams. Go on about your lives. Black on black crime. Why black, is it always yeah. black on black crime? Man? Yeah, white people don't do that. No. They don't. How many, what I want to know is how many hundreds of millions of dollars are they going to waste making Kevin Hart movies before they realize that it's just not working? Well, the thing is, is when you say not working, I think his movies make money. Do they? I think they make money. I mean, it, it, or, and the reason the, tell, good. the telltale sign you could tell that they're making money is they keep, keep putting them in there. So if the movie yeah, isn't making money, then I'm sure they're making money off merchandise or something. But... There's a reason that he's in all these films. They don't give this shit out for charity. He's in the movie with Rock, or and I think he's in like three movies with The Rock or whatever. They do their research to figure out if this movie's going to work. And it may not be appealing to the eye, but I would imagine that all of his movies have made money. Now, whether or not they're funny... I'd be funny, surprised if yeah. that was true. I, yeah. He's made some stinkers, man. Sure. But, and to, to Cat Williams' credit and also to, to uh, what, what he was saying there, Cat Williams was a funny motherfucker. Yeah. Like he he should have been a star. Sure. And and Kevin Hart's right. You know he chose he, the he chose poorly. He chose yeah. poorly. He could have been. Yeah. You know he could have been. He could have been Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He was that Richard funny. Pryor. Yeah. At least. Yeah. No. He he. But that's the thing. Even when you, when you look at sports, there are a lot of talented athletes, but not everybody belongs in the NFL or not everybody belongs in the NBA. And it's probably the same thing in any career profession. There's a lot of talented comics, but if they can't handle the day to day grind of being a celebrity. Then right. they fall short, right. and that's right. it. Yep, it's unfortunate. Can st- go ahead. Can I uh, bring up something about another comedian? Sure. Well, you yeah. know, we're on a string of comedians. So Throw Amy Schumer went out. Mm-hmm. You know, Amy Schumer started off as the uh, vagina comic, right? Yeah. yeah. All her jokes were about her, my pussy, this, my pussy, that, blah, 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 blah. Now all of a sudden she's like one of the leaders of the Me Too movement, and I mm. find it very, I find it almost offensive. Yeah. So on Facebook this week she said. She said, any dude who says, I'm scared to be with a woman now, or is it okay to say hello to women, I don't know the rules anymore. Just stop it. What you're doing is belittling victims who have been wronged. One in six women in our country have been sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, number one, mm-hmm. that, that number's not true. One in six women. That, that, number, that number has, um, the way they got that number is through a magazine survey where they didn't ask women, are you sexually assaulted? They gave him a bunch of questions like, have you ever been, have you ever had sex and later regretted it? Mm-hmm. And they would file that under sexual assault. Yeah. So the one in six number is, is not accurate. That's number one. Mm-hmm. But number two, you know, I think it's legitimate for men right now to be questioning what's okay and what's not okay because there doesn't seem to be any clear lines. Yeah. Right? Like I, I, I work in an office with, with all women. I just rather not talk to any of them. I have cameras in my office now <laughs> yeah. just because, you know, just an accusation could ruin my life. Sure. Yeah. Just no. an accusation. And and I think it was almost 20 years ago, my mm-hmm. second job ever, I was working at a hospital here in L.A. Mm-hmm. 
and I was working with this this crazy woman who was legitimately like bipolar and off her meds, we mm-hmm. found out later. But one day, her and I didn't get along. One day she didn't show up to work, and I, I borrowed her chair because yeah. I, I just did. I don't remember why, but I borrowed her chair. Mm-hmm. And before the end of the day, I didn't put it back. Yeah. The next day she came in and chased me down the hallway with a box cutter. <laughs> and when we got called in <laughs> oh, by the administrators, she said to the administrators that I called her the N-word. And that's wow. why she chased me. That's I won't even say that word, let alone call a woman that mm-hmm. word. Yeah. Now, she got fired for the box cutter, but I got fired too mm-hmm. to protect, because they wanted to protect you know, their asses from a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. My point being, it's fair for men to wonder what's fair game right now. Like, what am I allowed to compliment a woman on her outfit? Is that, is that fair game? Because mm-hmm. I've seen some cases where men are sure. getting in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. You know, am I allowed to, if, if we're coworkers and I have no power over you, mm-hmm. can I ask you if you want to go get some coffee? Yeah. You know, I, I, I really don't know. And I, I think uh, Amy Schumer's post is, is unfair. No, it's, it's tough. I, you know, it's, it's got to be tough in that environment nowadays because it's totally new. And first of all, let me just say, Noah Maddie, he would never call her the N-word. He probably like called her black bitch or something like that. <laughs> 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 Something like that. So she that, was a bitch. And, yeah, and she it, was it, black. Well, so and, and I'd, and I'd expect that from you. And that's fine. That's, that's sort of your thing. <laughs> but the, this is the problem with the movements, the various movements. Move, okay, the person behind the movement. Say you're a supporter of Me Too, and you're in Me Too, and that's your thing. Okay. A lot of times, these people in the movements can't let other people alone. So it's not enough that they're in the movement, and they're doing the right thing, and they're supporting a good cause and whatever. They now need to be the judge and jury over what everyone else says. So Amy Schumer and everybody else who's in Me Too, and I've seen this on Twitter just like you, they will sit there on their Me Too perch and sit and watch Twitter. And some guy will say, hey, I'm at a loss. This is a weird point in history for me. I've dated women my whole life, and now it's weird. And all he's saying is my experience. I'm... I'm expressing my opinion to you just like a MT, right. uh, sorry, a Me Too movement person mm-hmm. would express an opinion to, to, to them. Uh, the issue now is, is that that guy, on top of everything else, can't have an opinion. So it's like, so no, not only can't you, you know, you have to be very careful about how you deal with women. You're not even allowed to ask questions. You can't even ask me questions, <laughs> questions about it's this crazy. shit. crazy. <laughs> so I think everyone... Just needs to take a, a powder, a break. Yeah, it just <laughs> it just feels down. a little bit like it's open season on men right now. Sure, that's what it feels like. And so, it, it I I appreciate the movement. I think it's done a lot. I just it's enough for you to support the movement, get behind the initiatives or whatever. Go to you know your city hall, fight there. Go to the Capitol, fight there too. But if someone responds to it and just says, "Wow, I feel out of place now because of this." To hit them over the head one more time yeah, doesn't right. seem fair. Look at Norm McDonald. All he was saying is, I, I'm glad the movement <laughs> slowed down a little bit because yeah. I think some innocent people were being affected. Mm-hmm. They they went after him for that. He lost his Tonight Show appearance. Yeah, and, you know, it's just it's not being it's not doesn't feel reasonable anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his and buddy Amy Schumer, oh, a comedian, mm-hmm. she finishes this by um, she finishes by saying, if you're concerned about the new rules. Just don't make a joke about it because those jokes are harmful and we don't want to hear that kind of joke right now. This is a comedian. Yeah, that's crazy. So telling, telling you not to, you can't make jokes. Yeah, but she, you see, this is where it gets sort of hypocritical because she's the first person that would go on stage and say something about exactly. me too. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. But we'll let that lay. Um, Norm McDonald's friend. We were just talking about Norm McDonald. Roseanne. I uh, just found out, we talked a couple weeks ago about how I'm her, not sure if she or Kanye has been MVP of this show. They're, they're both up every week. They're neck and neck. Yeah. There's just so much goodness to talk about <laughs> with the both of them. Um, we found out how her character is going to be killed off. And we oh, mentioned we this a couple podcasts ago. Because I, I wanted her... Dog, dog's getting sad over there. I am. Yeah. <laughs> dog, <laughs> he loves dog has a crush on Roseanne. I love Roseanne. But I wanted her to be killed off by a monkey in the zoo. Because I thought it would be appropriate. Like, she goes to the zoo and a monkey attacks her and... Eats her head. That'd or be something. good. I'd watch that. That'd be that's I've good never TV. Watched an episode of Roseanne. I'd tune in for that. Yeah, nobody at ABC called me, so not surprising. Um, but what they're saying is her character is going to be killed off by an overdose of opioids. 
Oh, I see. Yeah. So she made a tweet they think is racist, so now they're going to be racist, <laughs> right? Right at her. Well, going to make her a, a, a redneck opiate. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, or she's on that, what is it, the, the, the drug she said she was on, the... Uh, Ambien. Ambien, yeah. They should have made her overdose on Ambien. Yeah, I don't know if you could do that. That probably would have been a little too on the nose. <laughs> but she's going to, that's how they're going to send her off in the new show. I think they're going to call and it the is, Connors. This is a comedy? Well, yeah. It, it, <laughs> Roseanne's going to die from pill yeah. popping opiates. That's crazy. How do you do the Roseanne show without Roseanne? It's, it's, I don't yeah. understand. Well, I think they're going to call it the Connors. And even, you know, the guy who, uh, the guy who plays, uh, Dan, Dan, Dan Connor. What's his name? John Goodman. John Goodman. He says, uh, <laughs> they asked him, they're like, so what about this? He says, so what, what is your character going to do? He's like, well, I guess I'm going to be sad that my wife died. <laughs> 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 it's a comedy, folks. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be interesting to watch. I don't think that's going to have a very long shelf life. No. It's just whenever the no. main character goes, just like when John Ritter died and he left that show, and I think they maybe Three's ran. Company. No, the show he had with the daughter, uh, some Rules for Dating My Daughter or whatever. Never heard of it. Oh, never heard of it. Yeah, he, he left in he the show. He died on set, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Um, he left and they were there for a year. It's just very tough to pull that off. Yeah. Well, especially with this show because, number one, the show's named after her, number one. Number two, the people mm-hmm. who love this show, that's that's middle middle America. That's Kansas, Missouri. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, those are red states. Yeah. They're, they're not happy about this. They're not going to tune in. No. Yeah. I don't think you were having a lot of... You know, L.A. and uh, New York people watching Roseanne. That's mm-hmm. just, I don't know that for a fact, but that's that's my guess. Yeah, it it'll be interesting to see. I you know I I, I was never a huge fan of the show, and I don't think this is going to be much better. Um, Supreme Court stuff. Uh, the lady who's wrecking the chances of Mr. Kavanaugh. Here we go. More rape talk <laughs> coming on Shit. to the Supreme Court. Christine Blasley Ford. Guess there's a report that came out that her yearbook, her high school yearbook, Trump is pissed. Was scrubbed. Yeah, he is. Was basically all her information just like disappeared all of a sudden, like it was a covert act by the CIA or something, like something real spyish or whatever. So, um, what do you know? Was it was the was it online? I, it was something to where all these yearbooks disappeared because they. Guess, oh really? Yeah, they oh, didn't wow. want her in. The, you know they, and I guess in the yearbooks they had stories of how the kids would be out drinking and having sex and whatever. It's, you know, uh, and they were racists and whatever, and you know, drinking drugs and racism. That's high school, right? Right, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I don't know what they were trying to accomplish there, uh, but that sort of goes on and on that's uh, an ongoing saga with Kavanaugh um it's always weird when people bring out these accusations as the person is assenting to a higher role like like and you wonder like what did it for her like she didn't bring it out when he was becoming a judge Mm -hmm. right so she weighed it and she was like oh supreme court nope gotta say it yeah that's always the problem with these claims and I believe they should be taken seriously but that's the problem with them. Yeah. The the big problem here is... All of a sudden. Yeah. Well, nobody knows what happened except the Those two, two of them. Sure. And they might not even know because it was 30 years ago and they were f- fucked up and they were teenagers. Sure. So, I, I mean, it's hard. You know, it's a, it's a kind of a sticky situation because mm-hmm. you can't have a rapist on a Supreme Court. But how are you going to prove this guy is a rapist? Now, and are you just going to throw him out because of one accusation from 30 years ago? Is that all it takes? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you it can sucks. do that to anybody. It sucks. Yeah. No, what they're hoping is, is that there's enough pressure on him and his family to where they say, you know what, this isn't worth it, you know. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think so either. You're nominated for a Supreme Court. I mean, that's You write like it that. out. Yeah. Yeah, you write that out. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't feel like things like this used to happen 20 years ago yeah. where somebody would bring something up like this that was 30 years old man if that's the case if we were getting a a high job somewhere mm-hmm. they can bring out some stuff yeah, on any, oh, anybody Jesus. yeah anything. i had women in the closet yeah. when i was a young kid just and touch them and that was it okay let's not go too far <laughs> <laughs> but i was we, real young we just had a me too Ooh. moment right yeah, here. Yeah. i was just real young okay let's erase that and part they liked it. It. okay i'm gonna play some, i'm gonna play some music over that last part uh, and they liked it okay i'm not laughing at the moment i'm uh, yeah. not sure what i'm laughing at yeah that that's bizarre yeah <laughs> like, all right yeah look, you know they say they say uh believe her right sure and yeah. you can't you can't yeah. just believe all women because mm-hmm. women are people and people are fucking liars. Yeah. People yeah. lie all the time. That's and right. you're saying, well, who would lie about rape? 
Well, what about that girl in the, the Duke Lacrosse situation? Mm-hmm. She lied about rape, sure right? Did. Yeah. What about Mattress Girl from that other university? She completely concocted the story out of thin air. What about that girl who lied and got that USC football player put away for 20 That's right. years or something? Oh. Yeah. So women will lie about rape. Now, I, I, I would guess that most women who claim to be rape, I would, I would guess it's probably as high as 95% are telling the truth, mm-hmm. right? But, just, but that doesn't mean that every girl who says... I was raped. That doesn't mean it's true. And you can't, you know, we used to, it used to be innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. And now that's flipped on its head. And now it's, there's an accusation, you're guilty. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that's not, that's not an improvement. No, it's, it, like you said, it, you don't know, you can't remember, you know, 20, 30 years ago, this ever happening. It may have happened, but it would not be taken this seriously. And that sometimes is a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. Um, the problems is always going to be is why did you, okay, what's the difference between him, him being a successful judge and then him now becoming the Supreme Court? Right. Now you had to say something. Right. And they're saying, you know, women, she, she didn't want to come out because, uh, women are scared to come out. They're humiliated about coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you come out and nothing happens and all those things might very well be true. Mm-hmm. But like you said, yeah, it's been. 30 years like why not come out when he's about to be a judge yeah like, that would have been a good moment the, yeah. the, the pinnacle you know i mean this yeah. just feels a little too convenient yeah yeah um sticking with politics and everybody in here has siblings uh and this is an interesting story this congressman uh last name oh, gosar is running for congress and i guess running for re-election and an interesting campaign ploy i've never seen this before his his opponent Went and got his brothers and sisters, who apparently hate this guy, hate their brother, to come out in a in a commercial to speak against him and endorse his opponent. Uh, We'll let you take a listen. My name is Tim Gosar, David Gosar, Grace Gosar, Joan Gosar, Gaston Gosar, Jennifer Gosar. Paul Gosar is my brother, my brother, and I endorse Doctor Brill. Doctor Brill wholeheartedly. Damn, that's <laughs> cold-blooded. That's cold-blooded. Cold game, cold game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. shit. Number one, nice job dropping that clip in again. Well, well done. I do what I do. But uh, yeah, man, I fight with my siblings all the time. Mm-hmm. But if if I if I was running for Congress, I don't know. I'd necessarily expect them to like make a commercial for me, but I would expect them not to endorse my opposition. Like this, this dude, that's crazy. Well, this to, is a bad dude, right? To, well, you can't to, vote for this guy. To be fair, he, this, this guy, Gosar, the, the guy who has his whole family against him, um, has been supportive of sort of the white nationalist group and sort of the far right leaning sort of mm, borderline racist, you know, people. And so I guess they're, ashamed and shocked by his actions as a family yeah, and be, be shocked at home and be quiet with your husband and wife <laughs> yeah but i mean this has to this has to kill this guy's chances right you can't vote for a guy when his own brothers and sisters do that can you well he the thing is he's been elected before he, i think there's a re-election campaign oh, no kidding yeah so wow. i don't know if he's in some sort of trouble or whatever but it's just i've never seen any sort of campaign commercial quite like no. that and no, it's um, phenomenal. No, you're broke. What a what a great move by his opponent. <laughs> cold, cold game, cold game. Jesus, oh man. So we'll see what happens in that race. Um, speaking of not like family, but teammates is sort of a family. You have you're on a team. You're playing with each other. Turns out there's a rumor, and this goes to NBA basketball. Everybody. Jimmy Butler of the Minnesota Timberwolves Future has been Clipper. They're very I knew I knew he was gonna say that. <laughs> Clipper fan in the house, optimistic but delusional. Um Jimmy Butler with the Timberwolves plays obviously with Carl Anthony with the Clippers. Yeah. Plays with Carl Anthony Towns, also of the Timberwolves. There's been rumors of friction between those two, and now there's a rumor as to why that friction exists. Apparently Allegedly, Jimmy Butler smashed Carl Anthony Towns' girlfriend. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. it happens. Yeah, isn't that what happened with LeBron and uh, who was, was LeBron's it? mom? Yeah, there was a rumor that uh, yeah, what's, what's the guy's name? That Delonte West. Delonte West. Yeah, so yeah. smashed LeBron's his mom. mom. Yeah. yeah, that's never a good thing when your mom gets smashed. So uh, I hadn't heard this rumor. Yeah, uh, where's this coming from? Um, a couple of online sites have it, and they're, you know you got to be real careful because they they or basing everything off information or, or evidence they found on Twitter. Uh, I think both guys have denied it. 
Uh, the girl is gorgeous. Well, um, look, he came right out and said he's he wants a trade out of nowhere, and they don't seem to be fighting it, so it must be something serious like that. Well, you know, this yeah, is... she's nice. Yeah, I'm showing the guys Ooh. a picture of her. She's uh, very she attractive. Yes. And you see, the thing is, it's... I don't know why they shock, they're shocked whenever this happens. You got to figure... These guys are NBA players, which puts them in like the, I don't know what, 0.01% of the population in terms of money and access they have to women. Right. So there aren't 5 billion women that look like this. No. So what tends to happen is these celebrities sort of pass these girls from person to person, player from player, celebrity to celebrity, and eventually they all end up sleeping with the same lady. In effect, sleeping with each other because they've been passed around so much. Right. But, you know... It's not a. This is sort of a way of life, I, I would imagine, for an NBA player, NFL player, uh, celebrity, what have you. And it's happened before. It happened with um, to Tony Braxton, and remember Jason Kidd and uh, Jimmy Jackson were fighting over Tony Braxton at one point in the nineties. It just sort of happens because Eric Fisher and Matt Barnes just last year. Same right? thing. And so they only have a, <laughs> a small pool of women who cater to these athletes, and it's no shock that they end up sleeping I don't, with I don't, each other. Well, I think these athletes can get any woman they want, but I think, I think what you have here is you have a certain type of woman yes. who seeks out athletes. a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I mean? Like, I'm sure there's, there's some women who meet an athlete and fall in love with him based on his personality, and they didn't happen to know he was worth millions of dollars. Yeah. But most of these women seek out these men yeah. for mm-hmm. their fame and money. That's shouldn't even say most. It happens a lot, right? Yeah. So if that's a, the quality of woman you're dealing with, that's not a woman who's necessarily going to be faithful, yeah. right? So I think, I think you get a lot of that. What now, happened with Tony Parker with Brett Berry? Same thing. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, he Remember slept, that, Matt? Yeah, Tony Parker nah, allegedly know. slept with Brent, Brent, Brett Berry's Brent, wife. Brent Berry's wife? Yeah, Brent Berry. What's worse? Mm-hmm. Sleeping with your teammate's girlfriend or making a political ad for your brother's opponent, <laughs> which is more of a betrayal. I think the family. I mean, you yeah, grew the up with these people, right? I mean, your t- your teammate is just yeah, a guy yeah, who just happens to be on the same team with yeah. you. Yeah, you're fucking with your what if it, What if it's his wife? If it's, let's see. Okay, so you see the way. It's, it's still your family. It, yeah. It, yeah. The your people you ate dinner with and, you know, went yeah. to school with. And it's still your family thing is, that's worse. That's, yeah. I, you know, I don't buy that they're doing that just because of some white nationalist stuff. I think it's got to be something, deeper. You know, he must have done something. No, yeah. With family stuff, it's usually about money. It's usually like I, the worst situation with families is when someone dies and there's a fight over who gets what. Mm-hmm. That'll end a family quicker than anything. Yeah, I've, I've seen that firsthand. Sure. Yep. Yeah, and I'm guessing that it might be something with that. It might not just be the white. You might be right. Might white nationalist thing. But getting back to Butler and Anthony Towns, you you would have thought they would have been better at running like the give and go, based <laughs> on them sharing the win. Just just me saying, you know, the give and go, and pick and roll, triangle offense, whatever you want to call it. Okay, I'm I'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> um, sticking with sports, Tiger. Tiger Woods won. Tiger's back. Won a golf tournament for the first time in five years. Didn't know that. Yeah, just won. It's big, big deal. Um, you know, since all of his drama, his affairs, his injuries, his drug abuse, he he sounds like he should have uh, been like a Motown uh, singer. He has so many different things that have gone right. wrong with his life in the last several years. But he's victorious. He won his last, uh, last tournament. And the thing I think that was amazing with this is that the crowds of people that came out to celebrate him. I mean, there was like a swarm of people on that golf people course. love Tiger. Sure. But five years ago or whenever this affair happened, they were throwing needles at this dude. Like, yeah. you know, well, and so, yeah. Americans love <clears throat> a comeback story. Americans also love to knock someone down when they're on top. Sure. Right? So both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got a comment on this. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. know he won, but just, uh, you know, how we talk, talk about race, a comment on, on Tiger as it mm-hmm. relates. So we like to talk about how racist this country is, right? Yeah. And we, we, we say some terrible, people will say some terrible things about this country in terms of racial relations. And I, I think we've come a long way. And I think compared to almost every other nation in the world, we're doing better in, on that subject. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let's look at Tiger Woods. Okay, so you got a black man mm. playing a sport that if there is a racist sport, it's fucking <laughs> golf, right. right? Golf is dominated by white men. 
even just 10 years ago, there were clubs where black men couldn't go to. Yeah. Right? Still to this day. Is there really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got Tiger Woods, a black guy, who made a habit of sleeping with nothing but white women, right? That was his thing. Yeah. And uh, he wins a tournament, and people love him. Sure. Right? People, white America embraces this guy. They love him. So how bad really can racism be in this country, given something like that? Is it as bad as we, we like to make it out, or do we exaggerate a little bit? I don't think you get, I mean, you could exaggerate it, but it's somewhere in the middle. It, the minute you start thinking that we've declared victory on racism. It is somewhere in the middle. It's, it's not it's, over. Racism it's, is yeah, not over. It's, yeah, but it's, we, we talk about it mm-hmm. like it is the biggest problem facing the world today. Sure. And that's just not true. Anymore. It's not, yeah, it's not as bad as a lot of people, including us, make it out. Um, but, you know, it, it's there and you can't ever ignore it completely and at the same time it can't be this your sole reason for getting up in the morning to go detect what's racist the thing with tiger which was puzzling to me or or, i'm always wondering what's the amount of time someone has to suffer before he becomes ripe for that comeback like if he had done this three years previous if he was able to win a tournament would that have been the time for him to be accepted to, you know, who decides when he right. now gets the love? Because, yeah. I mean, he was so twisted that after his affairs, he had to apologize or someone told him he had to apologize to the public. And I, to this moment, I still don't know why wow. yeah. he apologized to the public. I, you didn't cheat on me, Tiger. You right. cheated on yeah. your wife. Exactly. So, and then on top of it, he lost all most of his endorsements after he apologized. So it didn't make any sense because if it was to keep the endorsements, it was a bad idea. And people just shunned him for the longest time. But now he's won and it's been five years. So is five years the magic number or I think it depends work? on the crime, right? Yeah. But in this case, look, I lost a friend over this Tiger Woods thing because when it happened, I yeah. was like what do you why do you care yeah this has nothing to do with you or is nobody's nobody's business, business. Yeah. He cheated on his wife sure like, lots of men cheat on their wives sure right yeah. that is not something that america needs to punish the man for mm-hmm. um i think if that was happening today mm-hmm. he'd probably get punished more than he did five years ago probably yeah because yeah. of the whole me too mo- movement yeah. even though it's not really a but everything was thing, consensual but, yeah. there was not well, one that doesn't necessarily <clears throat> matter in, yeah. in this this movement yeah but you know how long? I guess how long does it take? Somewhere in between, however long it took for Louis or for uh, Tiger Woods, and how long it's taken for Louis C.K. Yeah, apparently ten months is too soon. Mm-hmm. Tiger's been about what six, seven, five years. years. Well, five, six years, somewhere, yeah. like whatever. So somewhere in there, I guess. Yeah, I magic, mean, but so. who decides that? Because it's just like I mean, to see him walk triumphantly, triumphantly, and there's people in that crowd who you know were throwing stones at him while all this yeah. bad stuff was going on. And now they are rejoicing with him over this People win. People love to see someone on top crash. They yeah. love it. And then build him right back up right. again. Um, we got to have an intervention because okay. Dog's over there setting his fantasy life right now, man. <laughs> I would. Man, come on. He's dude. ready. He's ready. He's always ready. He got that first win this week. Yeah. And I'm still taste. searching for mine. So he's got the itch. I, I get it. I, I need to get there too, Doggy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you got me this week, so that's not going to happen. I got to do it just for that. So I, I had something I wanted to bring up, right? Sure. So, um, television, okay? Okay. I don't know about you guys, but I watch TV maybe an hour a night, mm-hmm. and I do it uh, because I don't read anymore. I used to read every night, and sure. I'm older and lazier. Mm-hmm. So I do it to unwind, yeah. to chill, yeah. right? I want to be entertained. I want to laugh, or I want to have a good story. Mm-hmm. And that's what TV used to be. And, and TV is great. These days, there's so many great shows on Netflix and Hulu and HBO. You know, I think it's like the golden age of television. Mm -hmm. But what has happened in the last two years since the the Me Too movement and the Donald Trump, anti-Donald Trump movement, Mm -hmm. is every goddamn show has to make a political statement. (laughs) And and I'm just starting to find it annoying. Like even a show like Shameless. Yes, we talked about this. Shameless is a show that's as raunchy as it gets. It's just, you know, stupid comedy, a, a dumb family. You know, it's just straight up comedy, break all the rules, mm-hmm. completely not PC. Now, this year, they're making their whole show about the women's wage gap mm. and gay rights. Yes. Wow. Now, it, I mean, it's frustrating. I, you know, 
I think regardless of what side of that um, point of view you're on, I don't think Americans want to go watch TV at 11 o'clock at night when they're trying to relax and have to be thinking about these issues. Maybe I'm wrong, but, mm. but I know I don't want to be. Specifically, this wage gap thing, this thing has gotten so um, perverted and and it's just it's just full of BS. Yeah. All right? And I can prove it. Obama came out and made the statement about it, mm. which is half the problem. Sure. He, he gave the whole thing steam. Legs, yeah. Now, you, you're telling me that there's a 28-cent difference between how much men are, and women are paid for the mm-hmm. same job. Yeah. And if it's a black woman, it goes up to 32 cents. Mm-hmm. Okay. If that was true, okay, if I, if I could hire, if I, let's say I own Google. Now, Google tends to be, they're very liberal company like facebook like all these companies right Mm -hmm. so you got a liberal company like google yeah now if i as the liberal ceo of google could go out and hire all black women Mm -hmm. and immediately increase my profits by 32 percent and we would not lose any productivity wouldn't Mm. i do that i mean what what does a company enjoy more than making money right yeah so you're telling me that google hates black women Mm -hmm. more than they love making money Otherwise, there's no explanation for for how there can be a 32 cent pay gap, and mm-hmm. they're not taking advantage of that. It's just a myth. It's not true. Yeah, it's you know, I I I don't. First of all, going to your first point, Shameless used to be a really good show, <laughs> but now you get caught up in the politics of it, and it's too much. Um, I enjoyed watching how horrible their lives were because it made me feel good about my right. yeah, That's what's that fun about it. They're so... Doug, do you watch Shameless? They're fuck no, no, I watched it a couple times. Bro. Yeah, but they... I mean, so that... So start I, brushing their teeth out the toilet. toilet yeah. Shit, that was cool. Yeah, but to watch that, that was <laughs> that used to be something I'd look forward to. Um, you know, in terms of the actual wage gap, it's... And I don't know if, you know, it doesn't... If a woman does the same job, she should get paid the same amount and that's the thing they do and they do if you compare and men to women sure in the same job mm-hmm. they make the men are about one percent higher than women yeah and that's because uh men take less time off mm-hmm. and men push themselves up the corporate ladder more because women tend to want to go home and raise families and stuff like that yeah but you see this is the thing they're gonna say that they get penalized for something or they, that's what they're saying they get penalized for something that is a, a biological thing that they have no control no, over. No, they don't get penalized if they if they keep pushing, they they get there. Well, the, the, not as easy as a man would. That's the thing. Men and women, mm-hmm. they like different things. Yeah, you know, we we keep wanting to create this narrative that men and women are the same. We're not. We're drawn mm-hmm. to different things. There's more women who are nurses and teachers because women, by their nature, are nurturers. Mm-hmm. They they nurture. They that's in them. Men are more competitive. We're battling to be the alpha. So you get men going. You know, you don't hear women complaining about the the wage gap or the uneven statistics when it comes to lumberjacks or mm. uh, coal miners or shrimp boaters. You know what I mean? It's they and a company like Google and Facebook, these tech companies, mm. they have mostly men working there. It's not because they're sexist. Those companies are not sexist. They're pushing this agenda more than anyone else. They hire more men because more men go into those fields because mm. more men are interested in those fields. Now, when you talk about women being more nurturing, is it because they're naturally more nurturing or because that behavior has been rewarded? Because or, or it's, is- bi- it's biology. It's it's you think that's your, you think yes, that's true? Yes, it's your biology. I think there's a little bit to say that if you are a woman and you want to take the path of least resistance, going back as far as the, I don't know, thirties, twenties, what have you, then if you wanted to take the path of least resistance, what you did is you said, I want to get married when I'm seventeen and cook. And that people said, Oh, okay, well, let me make this opportunity for you. There's a nice guy down the street and you can meet him, you'll have great kids and whatever. I think those few women that probably stood up and said, I don't want to do this shit. These are the women that were, you know, burned at the stake, for lack of a better word. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So back back in 1945. But I think that is still prevalent, is that there's still sort of a residue of people that were born, you know, still 60s, 70s still and said, hey, you know, we were born with these uh, sort of these uh, standards. Uh, You're my daughter. The best way to go is to go get yourself a guy, get married, 
and figure out your life. You've got diversity hires sure. all over no, the no, place. No, no, I get that. Companies are dying to get women into mm-hmm. these positions so that they don't appear to be that way. It's just not the case anymore. Yeah. It's not, men are not given, if anything, men are at a disadvantage right now. If you go up against a woman mm-hmm. and your skills are equal to her skills, she's getting the job more often than not because that looks better for that company. Well, and she might know, look better. Yeah, well, that might be it too. But it's, you got to have some stats to back that. I do, I do have you, some you stats. stats. When, you have you have, stats. when you have men and women, mm-hmm. okay, look at doctors, for example. Okay. Men, male doctors make more than female doctors. Why? That's a fact. Well, if, it, but when you just hear that, that sounds terrible. Well, that's mm-hmm. not fair. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because the men are neurosurgeons, mm-hmm. right? They're orthopedic surgeons, and the women are going for these family practices. Mm-hmm. That's just the directions they're taking. If you just look at all neurosurgeons, mm-hmm. the men and women are making the same amount of money. Okay, well, that's, that's how it should be. Different. Right. I get that. <laughs> but that's how, that's how this stat it's, comes it's, up. Yeah. Men do make 27 cents more than women because on, the majority, on average. I see what you're but saying. But they're not working the same jobs. Mm-hmm. Men are choosing different career paths gotcha. than women, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like We don't have to try to force people into careers they don't want to be in in the name of uh equal outcome yeah you know what we should strive for is equal opportunity in this country when it comes to any minority Mm -hmm. uh race sexuality um sex yeah equal opportunity Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean we have to have equal outcome no i get that definitely if there's obviously jobs if you're a neurosurgeon then you're going to be at the higher rung and if you're a man neuro male neurosurgeon or female neurosurgeon you should make the same but it i can see how those facts get skewed when you're saying well i'm a doctor well what do you do well i'm a chiropractor and you say well that's not the same right. thing right <laughs> now i get that and look, look at um look at uh schools right mm-hmm. T- female teachers in, in elementary schools make more on average than men mm-hmm. right um nobody's crying wage gap there it's just that uh that's how that's worked out. Mm-hmm. Look at the porn industry. <sighs> if there's ever a, a, oh, yeah. a wage gap by mm-hmm. by sex, mm-hmm. the women make five six times what the men do. I know, but the why argument, is that? Yeah, the argument there is: what do the women have to do in order to make more than men? And that it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's they be they the make more because yeah. they drive the market. Yeah. Because that's what men, that's what men want to see. They want to see the woman. I'm not paying to see that. That uh, I'm not paying to see that strapping lad, conda dick in the porn, right? I want to see who he's hitting, yeah. right? Yeah. So the women drive the market. Yeah. Well, no, no. You, know, you make what you're worth in this world. Maybe. So maybe, I'm at. maybe there's some that might want to see dogs and a conda dick. <laughs> I mean, it's a sight to behold, from what I understand. So uh, people uh, are talking about it. You, you make you make what you make what you're worth in this world, and you know if I, I ran a company and I hired almost all women, mm-hmm. very few men. Yeah. Um. If you would have told me that I could have increased my productivity by or my profit margin by 27% hiring all women, of course I would have done you it. Jumped on it. So would any company. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know it's not a true statistic. Yeah. No, I get you. I got tangled up a little bit, but and, I understand what you're dogs, saying. dogs, anaconda dick? Yeah, <laughs> it happens. I do, that's what I hear. I hear, you know, it's quite a sight to behold. That's what Vegas says. Yeah. <laughs> When's he going to come out there <laughs> swinging, that, swinging it again? But oh, you, you should, you know what you should have done when you won all that money. You should just flopped it over on that crap table <laughs> after you won your final thing. Instead of walking away, that should have been your and final. They would have banned me like OJ. No, they would. They want you to come back to lose that money. That's You're what they right. Want. Yeah. And I'm not going back no time soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, do we have anything else to talk about? I I do not. All right. No, that's it. Well, thanks everybody for listening. This has been Mixed Nuts episode four already. And we'll give you our information now. If you want to reach us at Twitter, you can find Maddie at MyBigBlackFP. You can find me at B underscore MBBFP, like My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Our email address is email us at MyBigBlackFantasyPodcast.com. Um, we'll be back in a week with more fun stuff to talk about. We do hope you enjoyed it. Thank you all for listening. Uh, take us home, fellas. Love one another and don't be pussies. Roseanne, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>